I lived it and I breathed it and I wanted to know every single thing about it. I would read anything about Chinese medicine I could get my hands on. Moving across country, going back to school at night, and starting a whole new career can be a real challenge. But in the end, it's worth it, if it means being happy with your work. Hi, I'm Diana Brunello O'Leary, and welcome to another episode of Job Talk Weekly, where we answer your questions to give you the information, tips, and motivation you need to find not just any job, but the right job for you. Today, we're going to talk about career changes. Let's get started. So on Job Talk Weekly, we talk about job search and job fulfillment because our philosophy is that if you are in the right job, you won't be job hunting all the time. So hearing about someone else's big career transition can inspire the rest of us. Today, we're talking to Dr. Tamara Zumalin. She is an acupuncturist in Beverly Hills. She is a member of the Beverly Hills Chamber of Commerce. You might have seen her in Angelino Magazine or Modern Luxury. And Dr. Zumalin has also started a woman's well brand of products, in particular for women trying to get pregnant. So Tamara, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. You have been in acupuncture for 20 years now, and your specialty is fertility. Tell us about how you came to that particular specialty of helping women get pregnant. Well, it came about pretty organically. I, I was in a wonderful office on Larchmont, and I was seeing pain management cases. And this was about eight years into being in practice. And women started coming in saying, I've heard acupuncture can help you to conceive. And so it, it started from there. And um, I really loved treating that clientele and just started to learn more and more about it. And all of my um, continuing medical education started to lean in that direction. So it happened organically, and I just became that person. It didn't happen overnight, that's for sure. But it, it, it grew organically. Yeah. And so is that what also led you to starting the vitamin label? Tell us about that. Yes, I am the um, owner and CEO of Fertile Moon Women's Wellness. I started that because I didn't find exactly what I wanted on the market. And as I do more research and I'm finding what foods and lifestyles and supplements help women to conceive as well as male partners, I, I just started to write down everything I wanted and fortunately was able to find people to um, create this line with me and I carry it in my office and um, Amazon.com and e-commerce. Oh, that's terrific. So it's an extension of your specialty because you weren't finding what you thought your clients needed. Exactly. Take us back a little. Let's go back to before you started in acupuncture. What were you doing before then? I was in my early 20s. It was in the 90s in Los Angeles. And I was just trying to find my way as most people are yeah. at that at that time. You know, the quarter life crisis is a very real thing. <laughs> and I, you know, between the ages of 22, when I graduated from college up until 26, I tried a few different things. I was a personal assistant. I was an executive assistant. I worked in PR. I worked as a Girl Friday in a real estate uh, group, a commercial real estate group. So I was just putting my tentacles out there and trying to find things that might agree with me. And I had had acupuncture for headaches and had such a nice experience that I thought, well, you know, what? I'm going to go take one class and see what this is all about. And that was in the fall of 1997. And as the saying goes, the rest is history. Oh, that is really terrific. But there's a variety of ways to handle pain management. A lot of people would have just gone into nursing at that time. What in particular drew you to acupuncture? 
I loved that as a theory that your body has lines of energy and when the energy is stagnant, you'll have pain or disease. It was that simple sentence that pulled me in and having my own personal experience with it made me just want to explore it more. I just turned 27. I'd been 27 a month when I took my first class. I just had to tiptoe in and see what I thought about it. I think that is such a great message for all of us because so many times we drive by someplace or we see it in a movie or like you, you went and you yourself were treated. If we just follow our curiosity just one step, if you didn't like it, you just moved down with something else. It's not like you enrolled in a seven-year program. Exactly. Exactly. Now, to go to acupuncture school, you do have to enroll in a four-year program, but I could have always quit had I not wanted to do that. Acupuncture school is a four-year, full-time, year-round endeavor with a board exam at the end. So it's no joke. You do spend a lot of time in class and in treating patients and and such. But what I wanted to do was just tiptoe in, like you said. So I I did all that. I did all of the accepting and all of the transcripts and and, and, um, recommendation letters and everything I needed to have to get into that program, uh, but didn't tell anybody and just went to school on Monday Ah, nights for one quarter. Yeah. Just for one quarter, I took that foundations class. And then I loved it even more. By the way, I got an A plus in that class. I was like, I think I found it. I found it. You found your thing? You found your thing. Yes. Yes. And then that next quarter, because it's four quarters, you know, year round, I took three classes the second quarter, straight A's again. And I thought, you know, I think I found my thing. I love studying it. I love receiving acupuncture. I think this is my thing. And I was able to work during the day. So, you know, and again, we talk about tiptoeing in. I could work during the day and go to school at night those first two years. The second two years, it was a different story because it is way more involved and the classes aren't all open at night. But by then, you know, by two years, you know that you're in. Yeah. And you're ready to make that investment. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about that because working and going to school full time is a huge investment of time and energy. What was that like, especially like you said in your later twenties? Gives a blow to your social life, that's for sure. Yeah. But I was very, very organized. I'm very organized by nature, so I did have study routines that involved me, you know, going to work during the day, going to my three-hour class at night, coming home and studying when I got home when the information was fresh and retaining it that way. So that was my method of study as I studied every night when I came home. So I had the weekends to myself and um, I went to school three nights a week. So that's four nights free plus weekends. It wasn't that hard to find the time to study at that time. But do you think that's also because you were loving it so much? You were just engrossed in it because you were drawn to it. I I lived it and I breathed it and I wanted to know every single thing about it. I would read anything about Chinese medicine I could get my hands on. And I I just thoroughly loved it. So you're right about that when you make that point is I was just engrossed in it because I loved it so much. So during the tough times, though, especially when you are working and studying, you know, there must have been a couple of times when it was particularly tough. Did you ever have any second thoughts about completing the work? No. No, you know, I, I never felt that way. I made a list of all my classes and I checked them off as I went. And I loved seeing myself tick those classes off. And, you know, it's a building process with one class building off of the next. And I, of course, had times where I would have rather been doing other things. You know, in in the summer quarter, there's there are way more social engagements and things to do where I didn't want to be home on a Saturday, all day, Saturday, all day, Sunday, preparing for finals or going over my cases. But I had to do that. And I knew that it was it was just a certain amount of time and I would be done. 
So if you look back to any of the positions you had in your 20s, can you imagine being in any of those today? No, no. <laughs> That's a pretty oh, simple my goodness. answer. This is, a, this is a whole extra conversation about finding authenticity and being true to yourself. I think that the blessing of, of the Chinese medicine and getting to do this work every day always had my name on it. I just had to keep showing up and find that balance between making things happen and going with the flow. And that's how organically it happened. Oh, my God, that is beautiful. Well, I hope everyone else is lucky enough to find their path, whether they find it in their 20s or their 30s. Sometimes it takes us a few starts. It takes us a few tries, but you definitely found it. Well, that's funny that you say it like that, because when I started to gather all the information about the acupuncture schools in Los Angeles, we did it by catalog back then. There was no Internet. <laughs> send me a brochure. They send it to you in the mail with postage. Hi, could, hi, could you send me a catalog? Yes, I did that. And I had them all in front of me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I was, you know, I was 26 that summer, I was turning 27 in the fall. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be 30 when I'm done. Like, this was my <laughs> big obstacle is that I was going to be 30 when I'm done. And so I thought about it. And I, I prayed about it that night. And, and I got a message and it said, you're going to be 30 anyway. So you may as well just go for it. And I, I did. So putting my life aside for those four years, for the sake of the following 40, I wouldn't do anything differently. That is beautiful. Um, final words for anyone who is thinking about a career transition or thinking about going back to school and making a big move, what would you say to them? I would say dip your toe in. Don't make a whole huge lifestyle change. Stay in your job. Check it out in the evenings. Find a mentor. Find somebody mm, who's mm -hmm. already doing that job and ask them honestly what the benefits are and what the downfalls are and go from there. And like I said earlier, find that balance between making it happen and going with the flow. Because when you're in that space, that's where you get all of your inspiration. That is terrific. Dr. Zamalan, give us the name of your brand again one more time. I'm the owner of Fertile Moon Women's Wellness and my acupuncture practice is called Tamara Zumalan Acupuncture. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Job Talk Weekly. Get your questions answered by visiting our website. That's jobtalkweekly.com. And we'd love it if you would please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can find Job Talk Weekly on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diana Brunello-Leary. See you next time.